podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest Anfield Index Under Pressure podcast. Uh, my name's Dan Kennett, and back with me to discuss the double header of Union SG and um, Brighton, I've got the full team. Everybody's back. So, first of all, welcome back, Rosie. Oh, thanks for standing in last week as hosting as well. All right, mate. Totally forgot about the Union game. Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll just we'll just, we will really cover it in like ten minutes this time. But yeah, um, <laughs> and, and and I have the dynamic support sign Stuart duo. I have the desperately underprepared Simon Brundish. Good evening, Si. Evening, boys. I had no. Uh, I thought I was uh, ridiculously underprepared for Brighton. Then you may, mentioned a game I went to and don't remember a thing about. Killing <laughs> <laughs> me in. Do you remember the M6? <laughs> I do remember the M6. I remember getting away and celebrating gloriously, and I was at home by quarter past 11. Nice. Nice. And, uh, and I've also got our most qualified sports scientist. It's Dr. Phil Barter. Even Phil. And you've been busy as well today. You think you're late back from work here? Yeah, I'm, I've been busy. I'm, I'm not a far off size level, to be fair. I've just uh, rushed stuff on the train, but um, equally, is, I can't remember much from the game we actually went to. Is is the <laughs> elevator in your ivory tower broken? Is that taking a long time to walk down the stairs? So. It's, it's a long way, Darth. I, I have to. I'm not, I'm not lying to you. I have to carry. The to be fair, it is quite an elevated perspective, isn't it? In there, up there. <laughs> Oh dear, but we are going to start quickly by talking about the game that nobody can remember. Uh, Union Saint Gilles. Um, so, Rosie, why don't we start off though, just quickly with that match summary? Because it's, um, I guess, one thing we can always recap about games is is that match summary. Well, it looks it looks decent. Um, you were there, but um, two point nine one xg, um, nineteen shots to six. It's, it's against a poor side, so. That's all right, three times as many shots. Nine shots on target to two. Five big chances, we missed three of them. But they had only 1.1 XG, but they had three big chances and missed them all. Um, mm. So that's... There were a lot of changes, and I guess a couple of them came <laughs> late. But still, you were there, so... He wasn't that impressed. Well, really? I, mean, I, 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 I think I think we spotted these. As we'll, we'll come on to that as we, as we, as we go. Um, and, you know, me and Bart's were observing this one from the main stand, or the Ken Dog from the Kenny Dogley stand. Um, anything else on the match summary that you stand, stands out, Rosie? No. Seventy-four <laughs> percent possession. <laughs> it's a big one. Well, yeah. Yeah, but a lot of it was pretty stale, wasn't it? 
It was pretty sterile, but that's a seventy-four percent possession match. But yeah, it's a yeah. Um, I guess the other important thing to talk about uh, quickly, uh, Sai, is is the selection because your biggest talking point is always how we rotate for the cups, and he rotated the entire defence and the goalie. Well, maybe the goalie was forced with injury to Kelleher, it but he was kind of- changed, totally changed the back four. But it kind of makes sense. We, we've kind of got a history of doing it during um, Europa League games or during early um, group games that against Sheffield opposition anyway. So we, we very often had a midweek and a weekend game um, a team, but not the whole team at this point with the Europa League. It's a big deal. Um, but because we've had to uh, mitigate the fragility of Gomez, Matip, and Canate, who seems to be the one that's made of some kind of um, baking paper. I don't know. He did um, take a long time to recover from that muscular injury, didn't he, from the start of the season? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's, he's, he always seems to be on the precipice of doing it again. They're very, very conscious of, of not overloading him at all. I, I, we've never been as careful with anybody before. Maybe maybe this is the right thing. We probably should have behaved like this around Navi. Um, but it is what it is. And Virgil's uh, suspension coming back for two games um, at, in uh, the second most intense period of the season. Uh, so, yeah, they just... The fatigue index predicted the exact team um, down to subs. So, like, it feels like they're, they're um, using a little bit of a scientific understanding and not being persuaded because it's not such a huge game to play their biggest players. So even the big players that played uh, up front is a little bit out of necessity, but also they're well within the green zone of, of regular playing time anyway. That must be a huge validation, side because how often does it happen that they pick exactly what fatigue index would suggest? Well, if you uh, if you go to any like big sports science conference, there's lots of discussions around this, and uh, particularly in football and rugby, and um, and in the American sports, it's always uh, this is good practice, this is good practice, this is good practice, with the caveat of there's a manager who needs to win the the playing your best players the most they can possibly squeeze out of them is the best opportunity for them to win. So that's always the mitigation of using the most science to get the um, players available most on the pitch. If if we just use science, there would probably, uh, my guess is players would play about 10% less than they currently do to be as as, uh, fresh as possible. So it's kind of a manager's overriding uh, opinion of winning, like a, a winning percentage over the science. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the and, and in the bigger picture, it's the bigger picture of what's probably best for this player this season to get the um the, to to get the most optimal performance from this player over this season and uh, get weighted against this fucking week. We need this points. Yeah. Um and it's totally understandable. It's not like a criticism of management that 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 there is a different incentive. There's a slightly biased incentive for, for everybody making decisions involved. So we went with the midfield unit again. If you, I'm going to call, I'm going to call them the cup, the cup midfield. The B team. Yeah, the cup midfield. But we can, we say it's a B team, but this team, this starting eleven, 
contain five players who would arguably be in our strongest eleven, most fans' strongest eleven. So that's that's it's the, it's, it's the B team midfield. Yeah, B team midfield. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, but the problem, which is just to finish that, the problem with having these strategies on top of the manager wanting to win specific games is with a with a finite squad size when injuries come about or yeah. sendings off come about that changes everything yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but Alison Trent Canate Salah and Nunes would be most fans strongest lab and they all started here so I'd hardly call it a a reserve team anyway no no at all yeah exactly um but Bart's there is a clear incentive to win this game and win this group um because it means two less fixtures if we top the group. Yeah, as, as you found out our post-game, we're wondering how it will work with the uh, third place in the Champions League now. And yeah, if you, if you top the group, you miss the round of 32, isn't it? So you go yeah. straight into round of 16. Yeah, so you, and, you get a home, is, and you get a seeded home draw in, the, in that, in that in round that as well. Yeah. So there's a, clear, there's a clear incentive to try and get four wins out of four in the first four group games and get qualification top, top yeah. spot boxed off, isn't there? Yeah, the result the other uh, the same night as our two and I think went our way as well. So I think we only need one more win. I think. Right. Can I contextualise that? Yeah. Just for a second, that that um, you're right about that game, but the the difference between uh, those that playing in that round or or the round of sixteen um, is three weeks, um, and it would mean we have either four games in February or six games in February. Yeah. Yeah. Does it, does it mean warm weather training camp or no warm weather training camp? Um, no, but it means that we would have, um, in February, we would have four, eight, 12, 14 uh, fully rested training days. <clears throat> which is good considering January January does remain the cruelest month for us in terms of yeah. our performance yeah. and results. So, yeah. Okay. So, um, Bart's on Union. Um, <laughs> it was nice. it was the first time we met up and we, we sat together, sat together in the Kenny Dalgleish. I have to say there that the seating is, as a tall person, is absolutely horrendous. The leg room is just shocking. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You were struggling, weren't you? <laughs> I was struggling. You were, but you were okay. I think there was, was a foot, there may well be a foot height difference between the two of us, which is quite amusing. I thought, yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, they they were quite limited. It's fair to say. Oh yeah, I think they were. Uh, I'm not even sure. I would go as far as say a lower Premier League, but they they just played. They seemed to repair the set pieces, which is where they got the most joy. Yeah. Um, but other than that, they were played five they were, at the back. Play five at the back. They had what I think it's three in midfield. I don't remember what it was now, but it was. But it didn't. They didn't seem to have a way of of getting out of that sort of. No, they were just happy to sit in and 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 and, and just try and, try and soak up. Yeah, soak up and then win something off um, the guy we thought looked like the old German guy up front. Jan Collar. Jan Collar. Yeah, the um, it said say he was he was um, rather lamppost. Like a lamp, was, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Um, so yeah, they they typically wanted to try and get corners, free kicks where they could. I think yeah. they had was it ten? In, do we count ten in the game? I can't remember. But, um, yeah, and each one of those, the they they tried something to to get. So I think two of the big chances came off offset play. So yeah, it, it's it it was um it was an interesting approach. And t- you know, until what the the last period of the game, they were still in it at one 0 So 
Yeah. You could say they've got relative success without getting a win, obviously. Yeah. Do we have a final corner count, Rosie, for this game? Can you can you get corner 11. counts anywhere? 11. 11 versus 11. 11. Yeah. 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 Yeah, one of the big chances was off a corner, wasn't it? Free header. Yeah. Over the bar on the first. The first. Then there was also a really... Yeah, he ended up with a kind of being an open goal, didn't he? When he Allison rushed out and he, he was a one-on-one situation, wasn't there? And he tried to, he just had, he, did he scuff his shot, Rosie? Because I, I, you know, I've still not that seen the replay of it. That was far out, wasn't it? That was on, yeah, was that on half time. Yeah, just before um, half time. Yeah, can you recall? It was the yeah. No, it wasn't that saved. Well, it was cleared off the line by Canate, I think, going back. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, um, he, he turns into a big chance because he's effectively one on one with him. You know, somehow gets a mix up, and then but Canate is a weak shot, and Canate clears it off the yeah. line. Point two seven. It was a header that was missed um, from point blank. Point two that got. And the other one was the um, late on um, was the um, when McAllister decided to just pass it blindly to their centre forward <laughs> and was bailed out by a brilliant save from Allison. <laughs> I mean, that's point five seven, right? That, that's nearly half their xG. For the game on that About one, one at the end, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it gives you the measure of what they did for the rest of the game. <clears throat> yeah, to be fair. Um, how did you feel about the general flow of the game, Rosie? I mean, it was we. I, mean, I, I was a little bit disappointed. We just didn't win a little bit more comfortably in terms of in a more controlled way. It was a little bit too. Um, yeah, I don't know. How did you feel? I thought I thought two point two xG first half to there, zero point four nine, eleven shots to three. Um, we had three big chances, but missed two of them. So it could have been, um, but the the worry is, like you just said, they had two in the first half, and from a very limited, unambitious side. Yeah. Um, you just want to see us shut teams down, don't you? That's what I really want to do. Yeah, I just want to see it. Just, you just keep conceding three big chances a game. Yeah, just want to see somebody strangle a team and not give them anything for a game. Yeah, want, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, anybody you thought um, stood out and took their chance throughout well, Roti? Well, I've got a lot of uh, praise. How about yourself? Yeah, what, yeah. What did you do? I mean, did you think he was all right? Did you like him? Well, I, did, I like I like how he receives the ball. Uh, I like his driving runs, um, as we'll come on to with Brighton. I'm not convinced about his ability to press yet. He does yes, very disciplined, um, which is a bit of a concern if you want him to play as an eight. Um, but you know, but anybody, anybody, anybody you like who thought you thought took the chance. Any observations was it Qu- on that? Quanza at centre half, I thought was yeah, oh, yes. was, was very good, very good. I thought he was actually tested in this game, like physically, you know, stood up shoulder to shoulder and, and did well, cleared the ball. I thought he was better than Canato that night. To be fair, yeah. um, I'm, I'm very composed. Yeah, yeah, I thought he yeah, was. He was, was. Good. He, I think he made one. He switched one ball roll and Trent had a go at him. And I, other than that, I thought his passing was good all night. So it was, it was fine. But yeah. I, other than that, it was yeah. I wasn't. There was no one that blew me yeah, away. Elliot must have done something because he played the next game. <laughs> yeah, I thought he started well, Elliot. I really did. He was popping up well on the right hand side. I remember combining with Nunes and Mo, but then he faded. He faded really badly. I thought. Um, but and then I thought Curtis was good when he came on, which is probably a measure of how hard he had played to be put. Um, yeah. 
Jota did nothing apart from score a goal. And nearly score another one. And nearly score another one, which is fairly typical of him at the moment. Uh, yeah, it's just a shot, yeah. <laughs> it feels to me like Harvey is as the stature and because of the stature, he's talked about as a potential David Silver or yeah. uh, matter. And he does seem to play some kind of a, um, progressive passes that break the the line, get us around the box without ever actually creating anything. Um, like his his actual numbers are terrible for an attacking midfielder, but he kind of does continuity stuff quite well. Um, he is not a game breaker, which somebody of his profile theoretically should be. His his like progressive meters per pass three and a half, like that's less than Mo, and Mo plays twenty meters further forward. It's in this particular game, I thought Mac stood out. Um, and when, he came, his, when he came on, yeah, yeah, when he came on, and yeah. his was seven and a half. Like he properly got the team going, um, yeah. and and did some really uh, like creative attacking. No, what's the right word? He he took. He was really assertive when he came on. Took responsibility, um, didn't he? Yeah, he took responsibility. But Harvey, for an attacking midfielder, he retains possession well, doesn't lose it. Like, he kind of... He is he is like CJ Light. Hmm. Quite literally. Got, he hasn't got the drive, though, has he? he hasn't, you know where CJ will take it on turn and drive into space and play? I don't think Harvey's... He seems safe at the moment. If that makes sense, he makes. He does feel. He does feel safe. I. He. He doesn't. Like you see, if you go into an academy, you actually. I've got a really good example. It won't mean anything to you, but it means a lot to me. We've got a first team player who is. uh, uh, She's young. She got progressed to the first team really, really quickly at sixteen, which was by it was a mistake, but whatever. So, so uh, an attacker who was at 16, the best player in her league and scored a ton of goals, goes to the first team, spends a whole year, a year and a half, uh, by the coaches being told she doesn't do the defensive side, the off-ball part of the game, well enough to play for the first team. So for the next year, she spends a whole time looking like a fullback playing right wing because all she can think about is the things that she doesn't do very well rather than the things that got her to the place of playing the first team. Harvey was a kid at who totally, he was a baller. He totally dominated all levels he's ever been at as a really small lad. Like he looked like his touch was insane compared to everybody else's. And if you give him the ball, he, you're not, you're not getting it back. He's going to go past three people and try to create a shot. And he looks like he is so overcoached he doesn't do anything off the cuff anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's still under 20. And a lot of people were saying this about Jones at the same age, I'm guessing, whether they were right or wrong. Um, but, Jones had, but Jones had the attributes to be a midfielder, though. Jones, I don't you know, think, yeah, I don't think Harvey's an eight. I also don't know where he fits in our team. And, I haven't seen anything. I know he's, he's had 46 appearances now, but I haven't seen anything that shows me he is a perfect fit for our system at all. Are you that person who has everything? The coolest merch, 
and those must-have fan threads. Well, over at our Anfield Index shop, we've gone that extra mile when it comes to pimping up your Liverpool collection. From our popular range of bespoke design t-shirts, sweaters, hoodies and hats, to our signature edition mugs, prints and coasters, all provided with fast worldwide shipping. We have something for every red. We also stock official LFC merchandise and are licensed with the Premier League and UEFA to sell official iron-on shirt badges and sleeve patches. As a listener to this podcast, you can get 10% off everything with coupon code AIPRO10. Just head over to anfieldindex.shop or find us on Etsy by searching for Anfield Index. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think games like this, for me, should have been, you know, stamping all over. I mean, I'm, I'm the best. I'm the best player in this in this B side, cup side. But he didn't really do that. He has moments. He has moments. He so. has moments. Yeah, and he doesn't learn. And people yeah. said that about CJ. He had like moments, but CJ always had the physical attributes to be there off the ball as well as a midfielder. And I'm not sure there was times that Harvey just he just can't he, he can't compete with with big with bigger more powerful midfields. That's not his fault. He's short ass. He's like me. So you know, there's limits to what you can do. But um, yeah, he's got he's got talent. But he, he has moments at the moment. That's a good word, Rose. He just doesn't have games and periods of time on top. Yeah, I think I think he could like a ten roll, um, which, which doesn't play, exist. Anyway. Which doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, but he's he's, he's also he, he he can the only place he can really play is a ten, in my opinion. I agree with Simon. Yeah. But um, yeah, but he doesn't he doesn't have he doesn't create or score like a ten. Go so, be a ten in Spain, yeah, like Suso, <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, very, very like Alberto. Yeah, yeah. 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 who is six foot? Yeah, Alberto. Alberto turned into a six, didn't he, with Lazio? No, no, no. He was ten oh, with no. Lazio. He was like he was oh, one right. of the most creative players in Europe. I think he was like top five for creativity for five seasons in a row. Yeah, yeah. he was awesome. Yeah, he yeah. was just slow, wasn't he? Was that? He's just had no. He's pace. not very quick, but. Yeah. But he's got a 40-yard 40, 40 pass. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> just one, one question we often get on the Discord group is, is a comment that you made um, on one of the pods last season when we were talking about Elliot and Fulham. Is it, you, you always say that the Fulham coaches were surprised that it was Elliot that we came for in their squad. Yeah. Why, why was that? Why were they so, surprised? He wasn't standout and he's not... Like, you can walk... it. All kids at top-level academies are phenomenal footballers, right? Right. They are all better. They are all better than you think they should be. Kwanzaa is a much better footballer. Like, he can pull off 10 around the worlds without blinking. You you don't understand the technical ability of these kids. The, The man on the street doesn't understand the technical ability of these goalkeepers, even. Right, their, their footballing te- technical ability is phenomenal compared to anything you expect or see. Right, the thing that sets them apart, speed of thought, um, is size, stature, speed, speed of thought, uh, ability to create space for themselves, and the how that they can, from an attacking midfield perspective, how they see other people in the game. So how they create space so that they can see the next moment of the game before anybody else. So he didn't, according to Fulham's own staff, he didn't, they didn't say any of this. They weren't, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you, you so what, what, were they expecting us? Play, you could walk into a pitch, you could walk into a training ground and you go, whoa, he's special. 
And that's so, the player Liverpool and Man United come to buy. So we're full and, of and expectations. And they had one of those. What, De Cordova Reed, was it? Who well, Who were they expecting? No, 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 no it, was, it was Ryan Sessignon. Oh, Sessignon, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're the same age. Isn't his career been wrecked by injury since he went to Spurs? Yeah, a little bit. And also by their manager that didn't pick him. Yeah. All right. Okay. Interesting. Right. So uh, let's finish off the Elliot discussion by talking about the Brighton selection side. Because that was the big one, wasn't it? That was the big decision point. Um, Jones suspended, Jota suspended, Gakpo injured. What was he going to do? This links into the other, into the first game, doesn't it? Because you guys were talking about that uh, supposedly the uh, Gravenberg was the the star of the game. On uh, he was the star of the game. The headlines would all be about Gravenberg, um, and but he played. Um, 80 minutes of the game. So typically he's not, probably not going to start the next game is what you'd think. Harvey played the whole game. Yeah. And Endo played half the game and subbed at half time against the With the game. two who are definitely going to be starting. So, yeah. so yeah. So it looks like Endo has been set up to play away at Brighton, which kind of makes sense because they have a fairly dominant midfield structure they play through the midfield so you want a, a destructive six to be playing in there so everything was point, pointing towards endo playing endo was was the only lad left on our bench um and harvey starts so i'm guessing we were tactically what we what we had decided to do was weirdly similar to what we did last year with playing uh, endo really really wide right but this year we're playing Harvey really, really wide right, really, really early. And it was like um, Trent playing six on on steroids. He was sprinting there as soon as Ali got possession. As soon as anybody got possession, he was just playing in the middle. And it didn't, <clears throat> game state didn't matter at all. Where the ball on the pitch was, was irrelevant. Trent was going to so, play as the single pivot. So you think... You think that the Elliott selection was based on him doing? We were four four two out of possession, and Harvey was basically right a right winger out of possession. Yeah, against their fullback, we, it wasn't asked opinion this time. It was um, sorry, March, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So you think it was a, it was a specific role he was picked for more in that respect? I do. Okay, but the consequence of that was moving Zabozlai. Yeah. I think I think it was a combination of those two things. Do this is the thing we want to happen in the match. So we want these players. We want players in these zones of the pitch, and uh, it's doing this specific function. And one of them, I think, might have been a decoy. So we just want a lad out there that's going to create space. So so someone is going to have to busy with this one player, which is going to free up space for Mo to be one on one against Julio. Um, and for him to annoy Pascal Gross, basically, those things. And then we can have much more continuity down the left-hand side with Zobo to feed Diaz um, and to make runs in there uh, from the inside out um, when Diaz when Darwin goes left. I think that's what the idea was. So we were sacrificing okay. a player by having a, a placeholder on the right-hand side. Uh, and instead of going, right, we're going to put ostensibly our best player this season so far out of the game by being a placeholder on the right wing we go right we'll pull him into midfield on the left hand side instead yeah 
Um, before we come on to other things to do with the Brighton game, uh, Bart, let's um, the Brighton team. Um, they had another draw in the Europa League, um, so they haven't had a port. They haven't had a great start. I think it was six changes for them. The yeah, Europa I was going to say, I, ignoring Europa League, they they changed one centre half, one left back. Obviously, March went into left back, and Eagle came in at centre half. Uh, which we can come to the press and how successful that was for them. Uh, they changed their entire midfield. Um, yeah. Brought in uh, debut, full, de- full debut for Belaber, was it? Yeah, that's what I believe. Uh, Gross was in there. And is it Pedro? João Pedro. 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 Pedro was a 10. Yeah, and then they had a, 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 a agree. A, a, it was a Dingra uh, and, and, and Matoma and Ferguson with yeah. it. It was like 4 2 3 1. Yeah, so, so Matoma and Ferguson kept their places, obviously, but uh, the other lad went in and replaced March in the, in the three. But um, yeah. Well, there was, it, but there was no change to their style of play in their system, was no, there? No, no, same system, same style of play. They just they heavily play. rotated their player and put March, who's was played right wing against Villa, and put him in at left back. He's just become Maybe. a very he's just become a very serviceable Premier League player, hasn't he? Is he? He's, yeah, very, he's very industrious. He's physical. He gets up and down. Good engine. I just wonder whether that was to deal because Mo's going to cut in on that foot. Yeah, and you've got March then to come in onto his strong foot to defend. I don't know whether that might have been a bit from maybe. Yeah. And March, I think, is quicker than the other lad who's, who was playing left back. So I don't know whether that was Belton, a tactical was change. Belton right back. Yeah, Belton was right. Back, yeah, yeah, Belton was right. Back, yeah, he was right back the previous right game back as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was a lot of change for Brighton, some of that probably tactical, um, but they to change their entire midfield. It's a lot to do with Europe, dudes. Yeah, yeah they were in Marseille in the week, weren't they? They were in Marseille, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah they are struggling, to be fair, right, just like um, Newcastle to some extent, they are struggling with the, um, with the three games a week. Yeah, with the three, yeah t- two games a week, aren't they, say? How can they not? They've got a great sports science team, but they don't have a lot of abundance of players and they have to rotate for the first ever time. Yeah. All right. Roti, um, let's talk about that Brighton match summary. Yeah, well, um, it's hard to come across one that could have been more um, indicative of a draw. Um, mm. 40 shots apiece, 10 shots in the box to eight in our favour, four shots on target to three, but four big chances for Brighton to our three with zero in the first half. We'll come on to that later. Um, 1.6 non-penalty XG for us to their 2.16, but of course, when uh, Don was brought down for the pen, obviously VAR didn't think it was a goal-scoring opportunity, but <laughs> it was pretty close to goal, so that might have added some more. Um, yeah, I thought... This is a strange one because after 65 minutes, it was 2.27 to us with the penalty, 0.84 to them. Um, and they'd only had one big chance. And then suddenly they get three in the last 30 yeah. minutes. And I thought it was, I thought the story of this game was one, n- n- not, not many chances happened in the first 30 until, until the first goal, until Salah's first goal, sorry. Their goal was obviously from outside the box. Um, the XG was 0.5 apiece, um, before Salah's goal. So it was kind of cautious. You called it a tactical chess match, uh, Galaxy Brain one. Um, but then I thought we, you know, we took some control. We missed a big chance at 2-1 and then they came back at us and I probably should have nicked it with Pedro's chance at the end. So it's another one of those games. Yeah, it's a really weird. It's moments. It, it, it was like when we did the. It was like when we did the West Ham game, Rosie, wasn't yeah. it? There was that yeah. sequence at one-one, 
that yeah. went in our favour with the big, you know, um, with when Nunes missed, so did um, our um, Bowen missed a big chance, and then but then we scored and and, and took yeah. the lead for good. Whereas yeah. this one was this the key was the Gravenberch miss, wasn't it? It really was the, the that was the pivotal moment in the match, right? Because mm-hmm. we were on top, we could have we could have gone ahead. Uh, by two goals and killed then, it off. yeah, yeah, and killed it off, and then Brighton had that late flurry and finished and, stronger, and, and then could have nicked it. But yeah. overall, down the match summary, although we'll come on to it, but I thought Brighton should have had a percent off. It suggests yeah. a draw. It's all over a draw. Match summary says, yeah, fifty-fifty game. Also, <clears> it's the first time, and this is an incredible stat for Deserve. It's the first time any team has had more XG and more possession at Brighton since he took over. Yeah. It's, now, it it, it, more, but, you know. So, yeah, I, I agree. So, but, um, I guess the first thing to say is it was a 50-50 game, yeah. and um, we, we've we actually taken the game to Brighton at their place, which is quite unusual in the Premier League. And, but this is a, this was light years better than last season. Oh, for sure. I mean, um, we were in this game. I mean, that sounds a real crude way of looking at it. But I mean, if you look at just breaking down by periods, we have a uh, fifteen-minute periods. We we win the same amount of possession in those periods as Brighton. So there's a there's an equal balance. Whereas last yeah. time, I think Brighton were dominated, isn't it? Every single period, XG as well. There's periods where we have high amount of XG for 15 minutes and Brighton have a game. So it's a real topsy-turvy game. But And equally, I think you look at what both sides did with what they had. So that threat metric towards XG, both only had around the one sort of threat, if you like. Um, yeah. And then they created vast... We have 1.7 XG, according to understand, and um, they had 2.4. So two good sides are converting their threat into XG. Yeah. But as we'll come on to... With a bit of a weird penalty, you know, and, and, and an extra bit of luck to go with. They had a a free kick that we failed to defend, but overall, you know, past past success, we had eighty six overall for me and uh, eighty three yeah. for them. It's very similar kind of thing. And they had the ball in; they had the ball more in the game. I've got about thirty eight minutes. We had thirty uh, in possession, so interesting. Um, and they, that's why they edged it on the possession overall, but. Yeah, I think it's we have more touches in that time. We're five nine three versus their five two two, so a massive improvement for me. Um, and actually, arguably, as Rosie's kind of already hinted at, we probably. Like I said to you, but I won't watch it live. I said, like, "What's the likelihood of us holding on at half time?" And I think Rosie laughed, and you said, "Maybe." Um, but we had an opportunity there to win the game at half time. I know it's a whole half of football, but just defend yeah. well, and, and you win the game, right? We didn't have. We were never in that opportunity last season. Never, no. Um, Big risk takers, aren't they, Brighton? They, they yeah. did, but they did go. I couldn't believe a team. Obviously, the position in the league, but I couldn't believe a team with the eighteenth highest wage bill or whatever. Usually, yeah. we play those sides and they get to all and then sh- don't commit anything. They were just going. Honestly, yeah. we're going for this. Look, that we're going to try and win this. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I, worth, I think it's worth saying this. Yeah. We, we we do get we do get criticism from some of our own fans for saying why are you talking about Brighton? Stop talking about Brighton. And I think the reason that I talk about Brighton is because, like you said, Rosie, they got the nineteenth highest wage bill in the league. They got the they got a bottom six turnover. Right? They should be in the relegation zone with those numbers. Yeah. They should be fighting to stay in the league. I think instead be, they're fighting to from them, not criticize. Oh, go, oh, it's yeah. all fat nonsense. 
And, 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 and then, and last season though, they took us, to, they took us to the cleaners pretty much three times, you know. Yeah. And, you and know, with with with, with, with yeah, <laughs> you know, it wasn't just us. Yeah, yeah. No, no, so, it was, it was, and you know, come back. I was going to say, like, I think the, the point your point about last year versus this again. Remember last season we did the pass match with the jewels on, and you were like looking at Brighton going, "This is a thing of beauty," and we were an absolute car crash. Of a, of a pass met network, right? Yeah. This well, year's pass Brighton, networks, Brighton, Brighton's look like this, ours used to do. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm saying to you, that we were what good. we did to them in this yeah. game is is that's a lot better. Like their their pass structure isn't there. For the first time I've seen this season, the pass network is not how they normally set up. It's condensed into one strip of play. It's heavily focused on our on our on their left pass space, our right back area. Which last season they had a yeah. real depth with the whole lot you would look for in a, in a passing network structure. They that just isn't there this season. Um, whereas ours yeah. is just. Like not quite like years, it's still not perfect because we're still a developing side, but we have a lot more depth. We're over six yeah. boxes worth of play. We're in the half spaces. Very similar in part to what we did at Spurs. You know, I said at Spurs we avoided the middle area and went down the, the wide areas, which is similar to what I yeah. was saying, where you got Harvey out wide being that placeholder, but some similar elements. But again, the difference there from last the last game at the Amex to this one is stark. You know, yeah. Brighton have not been able to impose we, uh, their way of playing. No, no, and we've we've definitely made adaptions, which we'll come on to in a second. Um, yeah. How do we feel about Jurgen Klopp saying um, Brighton are the best coach team in the Premier League? He's right. I think but he's. Should he's he, should, I don't think. I don't want my Liverpool manager saying that because we should be the best coach team in the league. <laughs> uh, I, well, honestly, but he's, he's just. I just. He's, he's, he's honest sometimes, and he. Yeah. Did he say that pre or post? You know. You've just you just three games. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. yeah. He's not. I guess he's he's not. They're the best coach team because they're getting. So what we were doing when we were challenging City for the title were taking what we had and overachieving relative yeah. to. Whereas that Brighton are doing that and better, and there was yeah. times early on this season where. Sky was showing stats where does Brighton had had more XG than Man City since he took over. You know, yeah. their attacking yeah. creation was on a level which is, you know, you had yeah. Swansea with Rodgers when they came up and they overachieved, but they didn't over, they overachieved with possession. They didn't overachieve with actual attacking metrics and no other team has gone to Brighton yeah. since he took over and had more XG than them. It's absolutely mental. Hello. I'm here to annoy you. I'm here to annoy you into listening to more of me and more of others on EPL Index. We don't just have the Anfield Index stuff. We've got EPL Index as well, which covers the entirety of the Premier League. And we have three podcasts and a whole bunch of really good writing on EPLindex.com. The podcasts are my own two-footed podcast, which is every day at 4 p.m., Monday through Friday, covering the whole league. We have a Tad Predictable hosted by Tadiwa. You know Tadiwa, he does Anfield Index. He presents a Tad Predictable before every Premier League match week. And then Kevin DeVries and his crew on the EPL Roundtable there every week after the Premier League match week. So make sure you listen to everything we're doing on EPL Index and follow us there on Twitter at EPL Index. Thank you. Bye-bye. 
Yeah. So, Sai, can I bring you in on this question? Sure. Yeah. So, um, Klopp said that pre-match as well. And then it was very, very, like a hipster tactic. It was like a hipster chess match, wasn't it, that first half an hour? It was about who's going to control space. Yes. Yeah. It was it was it was a slightly more attacking version of Rafa against Mourinho. Yeah. Do you, do you think that Deserby in the way he played it destroyed us last season? Do you think it's got do you think that's got into our heads in in a in a good way or a bad way or both? I I think I I'm not entirely sure his system destroyed us last season. I think we were wank. Uh, and <laughs> And lots of <laughs> lots of teams destroyed us last season. Lots of teams destroyed us last season. Brighton was the Nadia, though, wasn't it? Of all the matches, yeah. Yeah, sorry, Wolves. Yeah, but only an outcome. It was. It was. It was the outcome was was worse. But like their expected threat against us was fairly yeah. standard. Like okay. we're giving up one point yeah. three six this season, and it was one point four five. Yeah, yeah. We I, I, were we were abject. They beat okay. us. All right. So, okay, that's fine. You don't agree then. That's fine. So, but this game, um, we, I thought we weren't a bit too galaxy brain with our, especially in, in when we had the ball in build up. And I thought you agreed with that. I thought you were a little bit saying, well, we've kind of stopping us. Yeah. We stopped. We, we got too caught up in, in nullifying the opposition rather than, or actually, I'm not even sure that's the way. I think we got really embedded in a this is how this is the the tactical story we need to create in order to beat them. Yes. Instead of Virgil looking up going right oh I've got two completely unmarked wingers here I can just ping it to them. Yeah. Which he just literally didn't do. We didn't make a single switch in the whole game. Marcus, I thought that as well side it was a three or four times when I thought he's going to give it here and then doesn't yeah, literally the goal. Yeah, there's but no, there's no big line. The goal, the, for the goal, Virgil could have just dinked a really simple lofted pass thirty yards into space, and Diaz could have dropped deep to pick it up, and he would have got it. Or he could have played a Virgil pass over Solly March to Mo, who was on his shoulder, ready to run. And yeah. we, we, so that one choice that Virgil made, he looked up, decided to play a ball to, to it right into their trap. That, that it was literally the thing they'd set up to do. They had yeah. three men ready to pounce on, on that. Edingra and was already sprinting when Van Dijk, Van Dijk hadn't even passed it and Edingra was spin, sprinting. He, he was, so he covered his right shoulder. They'd already covered the outlet pass for him. So the only potential yeah. way he could hold the ball was to have done some kind of trick to retain possession against three players. There was yeah. no outball for him. It was a it was a hospital pass. Yeah. And it was a totally but unnecessary. I would have said I, I, I thought I thought at Ingra, that was very much a Nabi peak Nabi Keita press yeah. on Mac. Sure. And he was great. He was great generally, to be honest, at Ingra. So and and he was, uh, you know, he was the uh, top scorer for Union last yeah. season. Goals and assists last season. 23 goals and assists for Union last season. Yeah. 
which I've never yeah. heard of Union before this week, and I'm now I've now heard them way too much already. Now we now we know that they're Brighton's feeder club, effectively yeah. Tony Bloom's feeder club. And he sends yeah, there you go. They buy the sends them all their nineteen year olds. So <laughs> so, so uh, if you look at if you look at us, I I feel like um, the share of possession across our team was um, they were happy for us for our centre backs to have the ball. And right. it seemed like we were happy for our centre-backs to have the ball and do nothing with it. There was an awful lot of sterile possession, particularly in the first half. Basically, uh, Matip and uh, Before Van we Dijk scored, we had point... were passing it to each other. Before we scored, we had 0.12 extra. Yeah. yeah, we were creating nothing. Yeah. Also, so- style pressing, Dan. You mentioned it in the group during the game. We, weren't, we just left their keeper to have the ball and then just wait. And then he'd pass it to a left or right back. Yeah. And then he'd make an approach to him. And then he'd pass well, it back. Dunk, was, do you know Dunk is the player there's the is the player with the most touches and the most passes in the Premier League? Yeah. They're, they're a very distinct way of playing. Yeah. And we just let him. It's like yeah. the world has gone, he's wank. Let him have the ball, because he's not going to kill anybody. And then we'll press wherever he passes. And yeah. it seems to be doing all right. In the first ninety before they scored their goal. Right, they'd have nine touches in our box, three shots inside our box. We'd had two touches in their final third, and no, no touches in the box. So, yeah. yeah, okay, we were all excited that we played great, we much better than last time. But they they took the lead due to a mistake. But they'd actually properly impose themselves on us. Yeah, didn't they have like three corners where they got a lot of that side? Yeah, they did. Yeah, but yeah. I guess I guess one of the things what made us so sterile is the fact that Dominic Zaboslai, our player of the season, had nine touches in the first 35 minutes of the game. That's just nuts. Nine. We were saying that, you know, there was a game in the season, I think he had, didn't he have 100, 100, 105 touches as an eight? He had 128 touches. As an eight, yeah. It's nuts. Yeah, his his rate of touches per minute was down. Like, nobody it's up 1.1, 1.2, is down at about 0.5. Yeah. Any any particular reason why we didn't see Dom drop deep into the six as he's done so many other times this season, say? Well, yeah, because there are already two sixes. But Alison, you mean Alison and Mac? <laughs> don't, just don't blow my mind. It just blows my mind. That is a pepperism. He has invented a whole new system here. We're going to play, we're going to play um, Matip at right back and slot in <laughs> Ali at centre back when we've got possession. When we first get possession, it's not like we've got possession in their half. It's like they've got five players ready to pounce and they've got five players closer to Ali who is, yeah, closer to Ali than Ali is to the to the penalty box. Yeah. What are you doing? He was never we set. We deserve to concede that goal. Yeah, he was never set. Five seconds before they scored, he was in central midfield. And he sprinted back, but he was never set properly. I don't think for the for the shot. No. And he gets a he gets, he gets a goalkeeping error for that as well. Probably rightly so. I don't know. It wasn't his fault. It was Ali, that was all on Virgil? Virgil didn't get it. Didn't get any error on that. There was originally. Uh, well, I don't know. I'd I'd equally apportion it across all three players. To be honest, Virgil well, Mac, no, and because, Ali. Well, Ali's been told to be in that position. Otherwise, he's not going to wander out there. He's been told to be in that position for the build phase. So yeah. what happens is if you're goalkeeper, still wank. 
when he got back, he, he, he sprinted back into his box. He was still wank. Do you reckon he would just not yeah, not get down? Time to dive. Yeah, I think he just misjudged where he was. Yeah, I think so. He looked like he thought he was closer to the middle of the goal. Yeah, yeah, because he made the dive. He didn't make a footy stretch. He but made I, a dive. Okay, can, 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 can I say can I can I say this? Because I'm gonna I'm gonna bail out Ali anytime because he's he's fucking yeah, but he can sit oh, yeah. yeah, so, Let me finish. It the position that he was he was. Uh, that it was demanded of him in this role for this game was so unfamiliar to him yeah. that Ali, yeah. Ali fucked up with the, the his angles. Ali yeah. might be the single greatest goalkeeper's goalkeeper when it comes to angles. So why on, did we do it in the world? Because he was told to. So no, no. Why did we do it tactically? Why did we do it? Because we think because you were right, and they they think with that that we tried to outthink Deserby. Well, you see, you, sorry, we you tried to create an, old, an overload in, in in our build phase through our goalkeeper being outside our box twenty meters. You mentioned that Brighton played five presses, and maybe that was one of the reasons. Because of that, we need to create some space elsewhere. For but we didn't sign me up, right? So, if if the original in in build phase one, if if the point is to draw out their five presses. That the conclusion to this, the goal of drawing out these five presses, is so that you, if there are five players in our defensive third, that means there are five covering two thirds of the pitch, and we have seven players in those, in or even eight against those five players, and at no point we had a six point seven long ball rate. At no point did we try to pick them off. At no point did we utilize that space. By all means, it's really smart to to play if you're going to do that. And if the chance you're going to take is we're going to we're going to make stupid little passes, but uh, outside the box, but we've created these extra angles that the pressers um, that is going to surprise the pressers by uh, not playing a goalkeeper. But the goal is every third pass we're going to knock it behind them as soon as they they come out. Great, we didn't, we didn't attempt do that. it at all. We didn't even yeah. attempt it. Yeah, so with two reverse reserve fullbacks as well. Yeah, so their yeah. positioning is not going to be as as in tune as what their first choice ones are. It just didn't make any sense for so, them. You're totally can, right can I have one level one one last thing to say on the on the how ridiculous it is? Right, is that we <laughs> as as we've already just mentioned, we've just come off the second busiest period in the season whilst we've got two suspensions and four injuries we've had no uh, no practice time on field you yeah. can't make massive tactical changes when there's been literally no time to practice them yeah yeah so we had so just to summarize we had a goalie and a right back in center midfield our best player isolated and Harvey Elliott on the right wing that yeah. was our build-up. Yeah, for the first half. Yeah. Okay. And then still, the only goal we conceded was from a bad decision. Yeah. Well, me and Bart think that he was targeted. This was a this was a Brighton plan. They, 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 I mean, they... Virgil's decision, not you know, not Max. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but this is this is this is this is this is they've looked at what we do, and they were high-fiving on the Brighton bench when they brought after the goal. 
It, 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 it was clearly opposition analysis on us before the game. This is part of the plan. We want to press here, yeah? And it worked for them. They got a goal from it. Yeah, it's to be fair, though, it is the only successful draw they've got in zone 14. Yeah. But, but if, I, that, if that is the point of their game plan, it worked. Yeah. To, I think the, I think your point, sign about it could have been any player, I think is also true. They, they were looking to target that ball from VVD into uh, whoever was in that sixth place. Yeah. But it's just, it but it's always bad. bad when you are predictable and then the yeah. opposition allies can pick you and then they can spot something and then they can capitalise on it. It's, it's, yeah. I don't think they expected the goalkeeper to be out of position, though. No, I don't think they were expecting Ali to be in centimetres, no. 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 Right okay, there, yeah. so we'll talk about how we turned it around in a second, but let's talk about more positive tactical stuff, Bart, and that's our approach out of possession. So we didn't go chasing the game this year. We didn't go chasing all into the box, into the final third, solo presses and letting Brighton easily play through. It was There was a big lesson learned in, should we call it where we engaged Brighton, where we decided to, it wasn't quite a mid-block, was it? It was a little bit higher than a mid-block. Yeah, I mean, if you look at directional plot, which I'll put the link in the, the chat to the guy I have already for, uh, in the chat in Discord, but um, our players, that plots you where the direction of our press is by player, that is in the strip just over halfway. So it's not a high it's not our usual high press. The only person pressing in the the final Nunes. third is Nunes, yeah, which uh, is fine. Yeah. Which is fine, right? He's that um, little bit of a screen um, as he's doing there. But everybody else, bar Matip, including VVD, which that's quite a big thing for him. He hardly ever shows up on the pressing. He's in that uh, sort of uh, strip just over halfway, yeah. which I think marries up with what you're saying is that we let them have the ball in certain areas. When it came into that area, we we set off the traps. We started pressing. We started to move it. We tried to win that ball back in that in those areas, and that is also as I keep coming back to how they moved that ball. They didn't get. If you look at where their passes were made, there's no connections in that area. So we stopped them passing through the middle. Yeah. So they had to go. I mean, all right, having weapons such as Matoma on the wing is not a bad outlet to have. Let's be frank. Yeah. Uh, and he's got a double thickness line, so they found him eight times uh, in the first half alone. But it, it meant that our also play when we got the ball also went wide. So it, it did, did prevent, because I remember the game at the, the Amex last season, they basically cut through the middle of us, didn't it? It was, yeah. went straight from midfield. That didn't happen this time around, not at all. And that was due partly because we set up, if you look at the plots, to block that strip just over halfway and force them, force it wide, win it, and then play from there. Yeah. Now, Rosa, you collected the game last year at Brighton. 289 presses we had last season. Oh, absolute dog shit. (laughs) (laughs) The record number of pressing fails in a single match. 79 pressing fails. Good God. You've collected some matches before where we haven't had 79 total. (laughs) (laughs) Against like Sean Dyche or something like that. We haven't had 79 fails in the Brighton. Match last year, and they had they they had eight shots from our failed presses, eight. Yeah, it was it was, it was definitely it was a huge improvement. Um, I thought the second and third lines of pressing were impressive in this game. Um, and interestingly, Salah, I thought Salah ended up as the best presser, but a lot more of that was kind of second half stuff when. Um, we were a bit more 
final their box with putting a lot of pressure on their keeper to the end. I thought once they scored, suddenly Sabozlai was running down their keeper like it was no tomorrow. So it was, yeah. it, it was, it, so that kind of looked like a plan to me. It was like, if we don't concede, stay cautious, stay on the edge of their box. Mark, don't make sure their centre-backs don't get access to play, pass, close them down once the keeper gives it to them. That's what it looked like Salah and Diaz were doing. Yeah. Nunes wasn't engaging. Um, we had the backup. And then we changed as soon as we conceded. Sabozlai was the one going towards the keeper. Yeah. And we, and we were committing more men forward, taking more risks. Yeah. It's, this this game looked like we had a plan. Yes. And the pattern <laughs> backs that up, Rosie, doesn't it? The Papa shows you that increase in pressing up to 90th percentile around the half an hour mark. Then you've got our two goals and then we drop off again uh, around the hour mark. Your, your Papa, and that's that's, I mean, yeah. it shows that the intensity increased towards the end of the first half yeah. when, when we got two goals from pressing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so we, had, we, we actually had a hundred less. We had we actually had a hundred less presses in this match, Roti. So it's, mm. it's not all, it's not always about volume, because but we we, we still conceded three. We still conceded three shots from pressing, which is too many in this in this game. We two big chances as well. Yeah. yeah, we really wanted yeah. that to be down to about one shot from pressing conceded per game. To be honest, yeah. um, one was Matip in their half. Which was a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, um, another, oh, I can't remember who it was. But you it's got Grav and Nunes have both got one each. Yeah, it was a yeah, poor decision. And the other, I think the other was the Pedro one, which was, yeah, Grav on the far side, yeah. Yeah. When they just flicked it over him. But I think the biggest thing was, like you said, is that last season we'd, I mean, Hendo had a 52% pressing rate in efficiency in the match last season. But we would, we would try and engage higher. And then there will be no backup between from the midfield to to the front. No, no cohesion, and, no legs. And they would just pass through it, right? Whereas this game, like you said, there was more structure, definitely more structure. Um, it was quite a narrow front two with Nunes and Salah at times in the pressing, um, mm. blocking mm. off with Harvey wide right. Um, Zobo was kind of more in a you know um, a ten position, wasn't he, for the press as well? With um, yeah, very much and, in the zones. Yeah, but overall that that kind of mid block with 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 the second, more importantly, with the second wall, if you like, of pressing close behind. Yeah, yeah. And, and what I like is I like the fact that we kind of had a a game state pressing um, structure. So yeah. once we went one nil down, we changed and went right yeah. now we've got to take more risks, which suggests planning and some execution from our team to do it. Because suppose I did it literally thirty seconds after they scored. Went on their keeper, and it was the first first press in their box. So that tells also the, the second half is different as well, right? Isn't it? I think yeah. if you look at the zone second half, Nunes and Diaz cover the the mid area, if you like, and then we grab a Robbo do the left, Canate Trent go. You know they, they do that mixture on the right. It, it's it's a different zone map to what it was first half. If you get what I mean. Yeah, so just, then you've got three. Is it? I think you feel you've got the yeah. first. Tw- this car, then you've got our approach, and we get two goals from it. And then you've got clock saying, yeah, grab on, yeah, and we're going to do this, yeah. Does, doesn't this doesn't this seem strange though? Us as, as, as praising us the, the the game plan and the setup and the execution off the ball, but being 
so critical of what we were trying to do on the ball. It's it's that's complete about face, isn't it? For that, what we spent most of the last few years doing. Incredible. That's just us though at the moment. I think I think we're growing. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I don't quite mean this, but I think sometimes we're a bit scared to lose. We don't want to get beat. Whereas before we go there and just go, we're Liverpool. This is how we're going to play, and we're going to beat you. I don't think we're at that level yet to do that. Or yeah. think maybe the, maybe we think we are, but they don't. I don't know. Um, I can't. I can't understand Dan why we are not saying to Trent and Van Dyke, and even Mac who can pass a ball and definitely yeah. not. Um, when right, when they're pressing you, go go long. Yeah, that's what we yeah. didn't do. So that was a huge failure in it. That was the biggest tactical failure in this game. Size outlined it six percent or whatever it was. When they're pressing you, yeah. and you've got fast players running off the back of two inexperienced fullbacks, go long, take advantage of their weakness. Just Three do- words. Three words. Nunes against Dunk. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, so that's another one. We didn't see oh. it. We didn't see it. Madness, isn't it? Um, are we making a simple game too complicated for ourselves and what we're trying to do, Si. <laughs> and we just 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 unleash our you know, just be ourselves, right? Maybe, but maybe this is maybe we just got a little bit ahead of ourselves from Klopp's talk about it. Like results started going our way and we've talked about it probably a little bit more than they should have done. Um, yeah. and if you look at the trends, the trends are a little bit better. The trends are a lot better than they were last season, but yeah. that, that started once we changed, um, and we were we were on for ninety two points. Yeah, uh, now is is kind of correcting back to we're probably not a ninety two point team yet. We're just not refined enough. We don't make we don't make we don't problem solve at the, uh, at the speed we need to as a group. Yeah. Very yeah, and yeah. so we're just probably not rehearsed well enough together uh, to to be consistent. So we're still reliant on brilliance, one end or the other. Ali, a bit of brilliance from Mo, a bit of brilliance from Darwin, a bit of brilliance from Zobo, um, bailing ourselves out. Canate saving, breaking, uh, like putting fires out, all that stuff. <laughs> and systematically, I'm still not quite sure what a Liverpool goal looks like. Our two goals in this game came about from, you can say from pressing, but both were from big mistakes from defenders. Yeah. yeah. Should, we, uh, should, we talk, should we talk about, our, I thought our first goal was really good. Can we talk about that? Zobo finally gets on the ball in the centre circle. Beautiful vertical pass into Diaz. I thought was that, I thought Diaz was the best thing in the goal myself. Absolutely brilliant movement and control. And his... The fact that he does that turn and then brilliant touch pulls Lewis Dunk out of position, doesn't he? And that, that creates the space for the goal. I don't need a VPN. I've got nothing to hide. <laughs> this is what I used to tell myself before I hooked up with LibertyShield.com. Not only is my home internet now fully encrypted, but I can now access all the websites I want, whenever I want, and do so from absolutely anywhere. As a Liverpool fan, I love to know I can now watch every match, regardless of whether it's on UK TV or not. My Liberty Shield VPN makes sure nothing is blocked and guarantees me super fast streaming speed throughout that match. 
you can get connected right now with their software package, which includes a 48-hour no-obligation free trial and instant access to their apps for Apple, Android, Fire TV, PC, Mac and Android TV. Or go a step further like I have and get one of their pre-configured VPN routers. These small but powerful devices allow you to easily connect every device in your home to VPN, making it the perfect solution for smart TVs, mag boxes and games consoles. Visit libertyshield.com today and use coupon code AIVPN25 to get 25% off at checkout. Sorry? Uh, yeah, I would. Uh, I wouldn't put him as the best part of that goal. Um, but that's because you don't like Diaz. No, it's not like I don't like. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd actually love, love Diaz. Yeah, I can't love Diaz right now. That's yeah. the thing. But he does. He, he has a really nice uh, dunk. Is shocking and tries to drag him to the floor. Like he almost tried to rugby tackle him. Darwin slips yeah. in Harvey, um, who is still in the box. Um, because he's pressed to get to that point. He's not a guy that gets in the box, which is one of the issues with him being an attacker. And and Mo screams at him to leave the ball. He leaves like a terrified child, and uh, and Mo tucks it in the corner beautifully. But uh, in, but we, we had an incisive progressive pass, which took out four players from Zobo. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the first That's, time he'd done that in the match. Well, it was the first time he received yeah. the ball in the centre circle for a start. Um, but yeah, yeah, first time we'd done that in the match, uh, three one touch passes and we're in. But he was he received the ball because Dunk is shit and and he made a terrible pass in between two Brighton players. He, like it, it wasn't a hard pass and he played the ball too hard in between two Brighton players. And it went to Zobo in the centre circle. It wasn't like our brilliant pressing caused it. Which it has done in the past. I thought the press was good. I thought it, it was, was good. It was he put pressure on him, but it wasn't brilliant pressing that caused the overload. It was <laughs> it was pressure on a shit player who panicked. I, I um, thought I thought he just did a little little movement just before he got to the player that might have just put him off a bit. Um, that Firmino used to do. I'm not saying Elliot does that all the time because I thought he had a lot of failures in this game where he kind of tried to do that and was terrible, but. He, he he did that. He came from a side angle, yeah, um, yeah, and put pressure on a player whose size just said has had the most passes. Or yep. something. Harvey, yeah, so, most, most passing league. Harvey did a really good job. The reason I'm saying it wasn't brilliant pressing is that there were two simple passes out. So the people behind him hadn't done a really good job as a system to prevent those passes. There was a, an escape pass. There was actually two. He just yeah. made a really bad version of it. Yeah. But a press helps, yeah. help, so, help cause a player make a bad pass. Is so, Roti, right, last, geez, last season, Brighton were arguably the second-best defensive team in the division, right? They've since lost Levi Colwell, yeah. um, Moises Casido, and Alexis McAllister. So three, three members of their first-choice back six there. <laughs> And this season, they're actually one of the worst defensive teams in the Premier League. They're fourth for goals against and twelfth for expected goals against. When you saw that first goal, it just makes you think, why haven't we been just going at them? Okay, yeah, true. (laughs) But you look how incisive we were as well. And then, you know, like 
Si said Lewis dunk his shit. So I, maybe he's a little bit better than that. But, um, you know, he still makes a basic error on the defence coming out to Diaz, doesn't he? He gives a space for, for us. Yeah. Did, 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 did he? Yeah. Well, look, at, he... look at the, both both that and the penalty are similar kind of things. Um, yeah, let's come on to the pen. Yeah, come on to the pen. Well, again, that's just a, he's, he's pressing the keeper. But the crucial part, which we didn't have last season um, against him, was the follow-up. So, yeah, Nunes does the job on the keeper, but then Sposlai is there to... So, they're... they're was they're... it the Brazilian? Was it Igor? Was it on? Yeah, their structure is he's going to pass it to him. Yeah. So, Nunes puts the keeper under pressure, which we didn't do for the first 20 minutes for a reason. But then, once he's done that, we... last season we didn't have Henderson in that position that Sposlai took up to take the ball off him or put him under pressure, get the ball yeah. off him. Get in the box, gives it back to Nunes. That's a, again. I thought Nunes played three or four really good weighted passes in this game, which is something you, uh, we might not expect. But he did that, lays it off back to Sabozlai, who's then ahead of the defender, and then uh, Gross pulls him down. Yeah, he's yeah. eight yards out. So also the, an opportunity though, Dan. Yeah. So Rosie, right. Uh, John Mad Dog Aldridge wrote the column that all Liverpool fans wanted to see in the Liverpool Echo in his weekly column, yeah. Call, <laughs> calling for Howard's we- Howard Webb's head. And nice. he was like, I'm sick of these decisions by this by Pogba costing Liverpool. And why? So, what was the controversy about Rosie? How did you see the? We got the pen and we scored and we took the lead. What yeah. was? Wh- where did you see the controversy in this match? And was it how egregious was it for you? Well, this this kind of two issues is one that Taylor gives the pen for the foul on Diaz, doesn't even see it as a foul on suppose. Like he points to Diaz's spot and says it's for that, but then obviously he's spoken to, and the VAR, who uh, I don't know if it was um, has the audio been released. I don't. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? I don't know if Good it was process, boys. <laughs> I, don't was, I don't know if it was Dale Johnson or not, but they they bring it back. So then Rick. Taylor Taylor then says it's for that one. The VAR said that's the penalty. They decide that it's not a goal scoring opportunity because one is not in control of the ball and he's moving away from goal and there's a keeper too close to him and a defender behind him. Absolutely. So, so they did, so so VAR did look at Zabozlai and the Nunes instance. They looked at both. Absolutely, yeah. And said right. it wasn't a goal-scoring opportunity. Why he shouldn't have got booked anyway? Because he's pulled him down in a box. But be- I don't know why. Right. But yeah. It, but so VAR checked the Zobo one. Honestly, the rules not- couldn't be clearer, Dan. Right. So, so VAR have misinterpreted the rules again. Well, Sile know this as well, but it's it's. Do do we all agree that this was a goal scoring opportunity? I don't think you could have double jeopardy. I don't think you could have goal penalty and send enough anymore. No, you can no, if it's because, if it's denied of a goal scoring yeah, opportunity. If you're not attempting to play that's the it. ball. No, that's, no, that's, that's and, the, and the, and the absolute the rule is absolute couldn't. Dan, let me just read it. Where a player commits an offence against an opponent within their own penalty area, which denies an obvious goal-scoring opportunity, the, pe- the referee awards a free kick. If the offender is cautioned, if the offence was attempted to play the ball or challenged for the ball, that's just a booking. In all of the circumstances, holding, pulling, pushing, 
no possibility to play the ball. The offending player is sent off. Has and yeah. has and has voice of Pogmol uh, Dale Johnson spoken about the supposed light dog so? Well, the, I've I've seen two or three articles where the reason given was that VAR decided it wasn't a goal scoring opportunity, obvious goal scoring opportunity. Is that what they said? Yeah, I've heard that they were. It was the Diaz thing that I don't know, but I, I agree with you, Raj. I, I thought. Do we all agree it was a goal scoring opportunity? He didn't make any attempt to play the ball. They said he wasn't in control of the ball. Uh, he's, he's striking at him with the next touch. I think. Well, he's just tearing it straight in. Well, if he's not in control of the ball, it's because he's being pulled back. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I think it's a red card, and that would have changed the game. So we would have been two, but two, two one up, two and one up, and eleven v ten. Yeah, kind of fortunately, but yeah. So I do reckon that was a goal. Is that a sending off? Um. Yeah. I I I don't understand how it's even up for debate. Is I, I find the whole. Discussion remarkable. He was closer than the penalty spot in the middle of the goal. Yeah. Is a penalty not a goal scoring chance? He wasn't, <laughs> the ball wasn't under control. Well, while he was sliding, being dragged to the floor, it hit him in the shin. So if it can hit him in the shin while he's falling backwards, there's a fair chance he could kick it if he wasn't falling. Yeah. It makes no sense. It was made up bullshit. So all I can say is, right. In the second half of this season, we are going to be due the mother of all sequences of refereeing decisions in our favour. We've <laughs> had the worst. We've had. We've had. We've. I think we're negative sixteen compared to anybody else in VAR in the last five years. Last or four years since VAR came in, like we don't get balance. This is no. just us. Paul tells at, at at home at Anfield we get nothing from referees because Bobby Big Balls is so. Busy proving that in the in the hottest atmosphere in the world, they're not going to succumb to the pressure of the cop. Yeah. Then come on, come on a Saturday afternoon, mate, when when nobody's singing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, um, uh, it's not just being top of the league, though. Yeah, these the two. Yeah. Are, generally, yeah. that's a point at White Hart Lane. That's a win here. We're top of the league. Yeah. Uh, Rosie, has um, has 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 Paul Tompkins um, or anybody else on TTT? Done the total VAR subjective plus minus over there since it's has anybody? Yeah, I'm not, I didn't know it was. I didn't know it was that bad, and I can't. Yeah, I wasn't sure it was that bad either. I was hoping I think, maybe I think somebody. We've had quite a few um, wrongly called offsides, which is ironic because the Diaz one, but wrongly called offsides go in our favour. Um, we've had three rule changes. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, okay. So we go in. We go into one up. And then we make a change, Si. We make a tactical change at half-time. How did we tweak it? Oh, we do. We uh, we sack off the right-winger nonsense and uh, and bring on Grav to play play Ginny's role. Um, and he does it in a, a beautiful way, in the opposite way of Ginny. So he gives the ball away a ton and gets in the box a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, he yeah. currently has a possession I know we love him and he's exciting but he has a, currently has a possession control from a centre midfielder of minus 16 per game hell. that's worse than Jota he is he currently is a basketballer yeah 
if we want to play basketball, which we have been brilliant at, and in the world we were the best at for a while, we're yeah, yeah. probably yeah. not. But but it makes sense with Jota, with um, with Darwin and Diaz stick grav in the middle middle of midfield. Then there are going to be lots of answers to to press to get the, to gag and press. Yeah, because you like to think he's going to be good one v one, won't you? On any duel because of his physicality, right? Yeah, but he keeps losing the ball. Yeah, but he'll be able to win it back counter pressing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. That's, what, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no way they don't know that he loses the ball a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he oh, loses my, the ball a lot. Minus sixteen. Goodness, goodness. It me. was the worst in, pressure in, in this game. game. In this game, it was minus seventeen. The seventeen point nine per ninety. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It was. It was. It was three fails from six attempts. Uh, yeah. Parts. It's not great. Fifty percent efficient. It's just. Yeah, it's not great at all, really. It's, no, it's was it two try two counter presses, didn't? Yeah, I just it's yeah. Not so good. you know, boys, I I kept checking his number and that I got his correct number on the um, thirty eight, isn't it? Yeah, on the pressing because I thought, why am I not seeing Grav? It's not. It's the same. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I'm, just just so as a comparison, all the time, Max going in, um, and Grav's not there. all the time. I'm going, what? Why have oh? Oh, there's Graf. That's a fail. But like, just as a comparison, Elliot played the same, same roughly the same amount of time, right? At eighty-four percent possession, and he had it. You know, we we largely say he had a poor game, right? But yeah, it's fourteen. He got um, eleven out of fourteen, uh, eleven out of thirteen. Sorry, whereas Graf is off. It's just, yeah, it, it's it is probably. I mean, we've said it. He's got a lot to learn off the ball, and he has. Even in midweek, Darth, we were saying he wasn't great off the ball. No. No, all his all his good moments are just him on his own, aren't they? Yeah, and he wasn't linking. He looked like he had the tools to do it, but he wasn't. Yeah, wasn't he's going to take it. a lot of coaching. I think it's fair to say, isn't it? And he controls it brilliantly and gets away from a player and can drive the ball forward. But it's what he does with it then. Yeah. And then off the ball, I honestly off the ball. Wow, we're gonna, yeah, he's pretty good at missing open goals. Well, that was oh, the turning oh. point of the match. Yeah. Before we get to that, what you said was, what did we do at half time? The difference in half time in the first half, sixty percent of our touches were were with our centre, with, with our defence. In the second half, sixty eight percent of our touches were with our midfield. Yeah. So, Mac. And Zobo got hold of the ball, and Grav had a hold of the ball. They had uh, so they got fifty-four, thirty-seven, thirty-five touches between them. In the first half, it was it was forty, seventeen, and thirteen. It makes such a big difference that Zobo has a has a three point oh two xg chain per hundred touches in the second half. Yeah, like that is that is. De Bruyne, top draw, best midfielder in the country. In the first half, it was nothing. And yeah, yeah. and at the same time, uh, talking possession control, Max was 10. Positive wow. 10. Wow. He he won 25% of all possession Liverpool got. <clears throat> so, got in that, after that tactical change site, for the 20 minutes after half time, we have 60% possession. And and we and we control the game. We have eighty nine percent possession. We should have scored a third goal with the Ravenlich big chance, and we basically restrict Brighton have the Brighton have the Adingra chance on the right of the box, which Ali saves brilliantly, unbelievably. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, with his uh, when he was going near post, wasn't he? Yeah, and that's it for Brighton. But otherwise, it's a sixty forty game for us in that period. In in terms of, and that's our biggest control period of the match. That after half time. So, so what point is, is this? About sixty five minutes. So then Brighton start coming more into the game. I'd say quite significantly because I have forty six to seventy eight to just before they scored, and they had we had four touches more than them, but uh, they had more touches in our box, and we had four shots in the box each at that point. So it was. So there must have been uh, a crescendo from sixty-five or whatever for ten minutes that I didn't notice. Yeah, for them, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It looked uh, like a really tight. Like I don't know it, it, um, that whether uh, Dingra had a really good chance at that point. I yeah, Matoma had a Matoma had a big chance as well on the break. Yeah. Just uh, so um, there you go. So so we created some moments, but they created the two good ch- shot chances. Yeah. But the Virgil handball, when it was it got booked, to say a big Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Not a handball as well, obviously. Yeah, it wasn't a handball. It's, it's just it's strictly against all of the rules. But <laughs> So, Zabozlai, again, absolutely brilliant cross. This was this was Gerard, Gerard-esque cross, this, wasn't it, Sai? To And then Grav somehow just doesn't get on top of it, right? Stick, smashes against the bar. Yeah, half volley against the bar. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was a beautiful cross, perfectly picked out. It was, this is Henderson, how you actually do this thing. And and then, I don't know what Graf was doing. He didn't, he just, he just, he got too good a contact to it, maybe. I, just right. stick it in the net, dude. I think it was easy off your skin. <clears throat> yeah, 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 absolutely. What was, was the good move what, as well? What was the XG on it, Bear Bart? 0.68. Right. 0.68, yeah. Was that the biggest chance of the match? Yeah. Well, Dom went, as, just to back up what I was saying, Dom came into, he, he finished the game at 0.5 XT, which is like the highest yeah. out of anything. He was he was low, a uh, half-time was nothing. Well, that, that, that a lot of it's going to be for that one pass there, that one yeah. cross in. Yeah, yeah XA 0.9. I mean, you sort of, that's the change <laughs> that you have. It's yeah. a phenomenal performance for him, second half. Just, I, I don't know how Dom, I don't know how, uh, I mean, I don't dig out a player, but that's he's, the game right there, 3-1 and we win the game. Yeah, he's game. still... Um, I mean, he, he still wasn't involved as much as we'd like, Zaboslai, but every time he was involved, he was a, he was a big threat. Yeah, he, he, he was doing, but you got to remember he was doing, his pressing was still high, yeah? The, yes, he was. Chatting before game, he's probably top presser. Um, where is he now? He's, uh, um, he completed 30, 34 presses. I mean, that's with an efficiency of 92. That's, that's the best in the team. Bar Canate for his three in, in yeah, it was barely nothing for thirty minutes, Phil. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. To you. So he was doing a lot. I just don't think he did. I think he was either doing the defensive work or the attacker work. I'm not sure it was maybe an all round performance all at the time as he has been this season. But yeah, he was doing a role for the side. You know, we were as much as Grav was an improvement in some areas in Elliot. You could argue we were still playing with two midfielders. So you guys, you guys saying that that we were so much better than the game we played last time, and the result really was decided by Grav missing a sixty-five percent chance. That that would have deter- that that determined whether we were going to win this game or not. Yeah. Um. No. Well, I said red card as well. We're talking about red cards. The red cards. I think. I think one red card. There's an Allison save. And yeah. made it to all just after half time. I think that was our. If that Grav, was our tra- if Grav had converted sixty five percent chance, we'd have won that game. I yeah. think we'd have killed the game. Yeah, yeah. Before before um, Brighton created any 
big chances against us in the first in the three nil. Ox missed the 65 percent chance. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but they're just still whooped us. Just saying. Yeah, just no, think, no, it's, it's a good point. Our tactics were so bad, and his pressing was so yeah. inefficient. So we had a, t- a uh, goals make differences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah of course. Yeah. When he grab had another chance, he got the ball to feet in the just outside the six yard box. Turned and hit a didn't hit a great shot. What what I do really like is um in a general perspective, I, I remember like in the in the great ten years ago now, dude, 13, 14 season, that oh. um that one of the best parts of our team, our functioning team, was that we had um Gerard, we had uh Raheem, we had Studge. We had uh, Suarez. I think there was another one as well. Oh, Coutinho. We had five players that could beat multiple players yeah. on a run if they wanted to. So they were game breakers. And we're adding more and more of those into yeah. our team right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so any mo- and I think Grav is one of those. Yeah, yeah. So something exciting might happen when he's when he's on the pitch. Yeah. But currently, um, it might be against us. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Roti, one of the vagaries of up-to-defensive errors mm. is that the most egregious error, defensive error in the match doesn't get recorded as an error uh, in Brighton's equaliser. So, Andy Robertson. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's that that should be here, Mister Video Analyst. Here, Mister Up to Data Recorder. Here's your defensive error. Look at this. <laughs> so, Even, Dad. Yeah. The, I don't know if it, I think it was Van Dyke who said that Robbo got a shout to leave it. Did he? Now. Is he being nice as a captain? No, no. Well, one, maybe he did. But two, you don't know who that is. Three, you could just head it out. Yeah. Why are you going with it? Because it kind of goes with it, with his thigh foot that kind of jumps up. But it's such a, it's such a simple header out for corner. Yeah, I, I mean, it, 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 it is going towards his own goal about four meters out. But he's ahead <clears> of the <throat> post line, so just head it out. Yeah, I think it was like Van Hecke who was saying it in Dutch, and he thought it was Virgil. <laughs> I don't know, someone, but anyone could have given him a shout from behind him. But there's, there's two Liverpool players who kind of go for it and then pull out, but Robertson definitely does when he doesn't need to. Do you know there's an explicit rule in, in professional football that you have to say your name, you can't say mine. So yeah. you get booked for it. So I'm not sure what he, what he can have, what can have happened. I'm just, like, I'm just, I'm just, just saying. Get, just clear it, dude. I'm dying, that's all. Yeah, version's yeah. being nice, and I'm just trying to say, Rose, it's one of those things that, that it doesn't get go, go down as a defensive error, which is a bit, bit weird, really. Wow, it's just a terrible decision. Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, Bart's, I mean, was you, you mentioned against, um, you mentioned against Union that we, we were talking about our, our, our setup from set plays, defending set plays. Yeah, and it was it's, because obviously we rejected it for the union match with the personnel. Um, was Robbo in his normal position on the defending set plays for this one? 
title yeah. when anyone remembers. Or, this is a free kick. Yeah, isn't it? front it's screen. Yeah, it's, it's front like screen. It. Yeah. So it's not like it, but it is. Is it the wrong side? I don't. It just for me, it's. It was really odd to see Robbo not just deal with it, head yeah. back the way he came, do whatever you need to do. In fact, I don't even think he needs to move, and the ball would have hit him. I just, yeah. don't, I don't quite understand why he felt the need to do anything other than just deal with the ball. And then the, 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 I know they had a chance at the end, but it's just—is it because of the matchup on goal at Spurs? No, because he wasn't. Was he then with it? Oh, he, he was. Wasn't, uh, he was yeah, he was. Last line done. But you, you still back yourself. You're a professional yeah. footballer. You back yourself to deal with the ball when it comes in. He's been doing the clearing that ball yeah, for his entire career. It's it's just a brain fart, isn't it? Yeah, it's it, absolute brain fart. And I think you saw his face afterwards. He was like, "Yeah, crap." Anyway, he turned when it was him doing it. He just it's one of those that happens. That's unfortunate. It happened at Game State. It did. You know, yeah. it puts even and more then- pressure on the discussion we've just had about Grab missing the chance of three one. Yeah, and then to make it worse, we don't really create much for the last 15 minutes, and then Brighton probably should have won it. With yeah, with Joao, Joao Pedro. Yeah, yeah, chance in the six yard balls, isn't it? And he, yeah, he just skies it. But then they didn't do a lot else other than, I don't think they did a lot else other than that. No, apart from create the big chance, yeah. Yeah, I, I know that's <laughs> a bit, but I'm just saying to you, it wasn't like suddenly all no. the Alamo, they're going to go for the win, going to go for the win. They just had an opportunity to create a chance created one, missed it, and then both teams kind of went, should we call it there, and, and did nothing yeah. for the last 10 minutes. Yeah. So, and then they, the Cove coaches shook hands and we went home. It was, yeah, it was one of those, but yeah, I, I'd still, the Robbo doing that, I I can't fathom why we're doing it. So, last word for you, mate. Any last things you want to bring up? No. All right, then. Any other business, Rosie? Um There was a Opta analyst table on Twitter and the website. Brighton are currently scoring 2.63 goals a game, um, which is one of the highest in Europe, <laughs> just so you know. But I did think it was quite interesting that Newcastle have got the highest XG per game, according to their model, at 2.18, and we're second with 2.12, Brighton at 2.07. Man City down at fifth. Yeah, that, that is the story, and we are going to do an international break party here. There is definitely a story over six games now of City's attack. Mm, yeah, interesting. So and the, the key apparently is just to get mid-table journeyman centre-backs man-marking Erling Haaland. So, you know, who knew? <laughs> so. The only one I've got dark is that there might be a new. Did you see Igor got targeted 16 times, lost all of them? Oh, did he? Their centre back? Yeah, so we might have a new bunny if we keep playing. If they keep playing Igor at the back. <laughs> for, yeah. Yes, yeah. we did. Uh, but yeah, this is his debut as well, wasn't it? But Yeah. yeah. And they're right back. I know oh, it's their third choice, but he got done 10 times and lost them all as well. Yeah. There you go. <clears throat> but yes, yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. But we will be back during the international break. We'll do a bit of a season review for the whole Premier League and keep it there. Hopefully we'll get the full team together for that. But otherwise, we will be back for the Merseyside Derby. It's another early start after the international break. Prefer, prepare for more Jürgen fireworks and tirades. Uh, is it? Is it something like 12 o'clock kickoff? 12.30, yeah. 12.30. Oh, my word. Yeah, against Everton. Um, That's got one more thing, hasn't it? Did you not just post? What's that? Oh yes, the collect yeah, all right, yeah. The distance, go on say. Yeah, so this so uh our distance uh, this season is up about I think eight between eight and ten percent on average over last season, but our sprints are up between fifteen and twenty. Um and it was down thirty two percent. Um in this so game. 
yeah, in this game. Every, so he, he's, teams. he's what so, you're saying, chess matches don't generate runs? 102 to 103 kilometres. So we were just playing chess instead of running. Uh, and we played in Europe this week. Yeah. yeah. And they did as well, yeah. Yeah. All right. But we will be back on Monday after the international break for the Everton match. Until then, up the fucking Reds. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.